Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples went up to Jesus and asked, Why do you talk to the crowds in parables? Because, he replied, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven are revealed to you, but they are not revealed to them. For anyone who has will be given more, and he will have more than enough. But from everyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. The reason I talk to them in parables is that they look without seeing and listen without hearing or understanding. So in their case, this prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled. You will listen and listen again, but not understand. See and see again, but not perceive. For the heart of this nation has grown coarse. Their ears are dull of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. For they fear they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and be converted, and be healed by me. But happy are your eyes, because they see your ears, because they hear. I tell you solemnly, many prophets and holy men longed to see what you see and never saw it, to hear what you hear, and never heard it. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Lord did not always speak in parables. And we need to remember it is not just his words, but also his actions that are parables. So, for instance, when he spat on the ground and made the pace, that was a parable. It was a, and the parable is essentially a, a sign or a story that has a deeper meaning, one that goes beyond the actual action or the words that are used. So he used to speak plainly. And what was the consequence? They said that he was possessed by demons, that he acted under the power of the demon. They said that even when he brought people closer to God, this man is not from God. They called him a Samaritan and so on. And so to lessen the gravity of their offense, the Lord speaks in parables. So those who are well disposed would understand and those who were ill disposed would not and so not be judged as, uh, as um, seriously as if they had known. So essentially there are those who are unworthy of hearing the truth. Then there are those who are ungrateful because they've received the truth and do not appreciate it. 
And of course, there are those who welcome the truth and make the necessary, um, undertake the necessary conversion as a consequence of the truth. So the disciples ask him, why do you speak to them in parables? Well, this, the simple answer is because there were many who were not worthy and there were others who were ungrateful. But those who are found worthy and those who express gratitude do not lose anything by the parable because holding on to the parable, they understand even the deepest of mysteries as our Lord himself said. The mysteries of, heaven, of the kingdom of heaven are revealed to you but they're not revealed to them. For anyone who has will be given more, and he will have more than enough. But from anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And even in the natural order, in our everyday experience, you see how true this is. Have you noticed how it is those who are wealthy who receive prizes and gifts? And the poor, even what they have, is taken away from them. We'll notice that even in the taxation system, proportionally, the rich receive benefits, the poor pay the full brunt of the taxes. And then in our own experience, those who are being taught, those who are industrious and pay attention and listen, they gain. But those who are indolent and lazy, even though they have heard, they just do not understand. So this natural um, consequence um, is expressed is not is also expressed supernaturally. So what is it that enables us to be given more? The answer is faith. The greater our faith, the more faith we will be given. The weaker our faith, even that is taken away. Think, for instance, of the, of the um, man who came to the Lord and, um, and he complained about the apostles not being able to cast out the demon. And our Lord said, so you will not believe unless you see signs. Where is your faith? And the man responded, Lord, I do have faith, help the little faith that I have. And for that reason, the Lord um, cured his son. So what we have to, 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 to say to the Lord is, we, yes, we have little faith, but increase it. And then we will follow you um, even more zealously. So the Lord continues. For this reason, I talk to them in parables. So because they... Look without seeing and listen with, without hearing or understanding. And this in fulfillment of the prophecy from Isaiah. You will listen and listen again, but not understand, see and see again and not perceive. And the reason given is because of the coarseness of heart. For the heart of this nation has grown coarse. And consequently, there's a dullness of hearing and they have shut their eyes for fear they should see with their eyes. Of course, when we shut our eyes, there's nothing that can be done. The light will not enter. It is entirely up to us to open our eyes and to face reality 
which is essentially our condition before God. And we have this echoed in the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah, where the Lord complains. I remember the affection of your youth, and this applies to all of us. When we were younger, we had the great love for God. The love of your bridal days. We think of our first communion, when we were so intent on serving God, when we had such delight in receiving him in the Eucharist for the first time. You followed me through the wilderness, yes, even to the point of when we made our confirmation, when things were uncertain and unclear, we followed him. And perhaps even after that, we continued. Through a land unsown, Israel was sacred to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest. And of course, that applies to us as well. Each one of us is always the first fruit of God's harvest. Anyone who ate of this had to pay for it. Misfortune came to them. It is Lord who speaks. And so in our early days when we followed God, even the demons who attacked us paid for this. For in those early days we were conscious of sin and we made use of the sacraments, especially that of confession. And we always had the joy of returning to the Lord. I brought you to a fertile country, which refers to our maturity to enjoy its produce and good things, because we were built on a firm foundation. But no sooner you'd entered the land, you defiled my land and made my heritage detestable. Again, this applies to us, because as we grow to maturity, we become cold of heart, and we forget the things of our youth, and we cast them aside, because our eyes do not want to see. Or rather, we look at the wrong things. We look at the, the visible things, the tangible things of this world. But in here, the prophet is referring to Israel. Israel, whom he had brought out of Egypt, through the wilderness, and into the land of promise. And what happened there? The people grew corrupt. They grew corrupt because their leaders were corrupt. What does the prophet say in this regard? You have made my heritage detestable. The priests have never asked, where is the Lord? Those who administer the law have no knowledge of me. The shepherds have rebelled against me. The prophets have prophesied in Nabal, following things that have no power in them. This is how Israel re repaid the Lord for his goodness to it. And the church, likewise, seems to be following exactly this plan, this pattern, this path set out by Israel. But it is a path, we must remember, of human nature. Unless we keep our eyes open and our ears opened to the Lord, if our eyes and our ears and our hearts are not open, we will certainly fall into this trap. Whether as individuals, whether as a community, or even as the church. And so it is important that we always turn to the Lord in our hearts and ask him to convert us. The Lord said to the apostles, happy are your eyes because they see, your ears because they hear. I tell you solemnly, many prophets and holy men long to see what you see. What is that? Christ 
in the flesh, and they never saw it. To hear what you hear and never heard it. What did they hear? Wisdom itself speaking to us. And this wisdom continues to call us even today. The light still shines. Let us ask the Lord to give us faith so we might open our eyes and see the light, open our ears and hear the truth, and with hearts full of repentance, embrace them, and so obtain, so be found worthy to obtain the gift of eternal life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.